1: Hi, everyone. I'm Lucy DeGrazia, the host of Jesus Rocks, and I'm here uh, to give you some information for Defend the Midterms Boot Camp. Um, My specialty is the Lord. So if you would grab your Bibles, please, and uh, we're going to we're going to read some scripture today on how to win our elections and how to how to win our freedoms back. Um, It's all based on our relationship with God. So if you uh, are not a Christian, if you don't know Jesus, if he he is not your personal Lord and Savior, I highly suggest that you get to know Jesus. Um, He is the only way, the truth, and the life. And we have no shot without Jesus. So that's first and foremost. Um, But winning elections should be the least on our minds right now. Uh, I know that's really weird for me to be saying at an election boot camp, but our relationship with God determines whether we win or lose. It's all about our relationship with the Lord. And our country was founded in 1620 on a solid relationship with the Lord. Those first pilgrims came over here to live free and worship freely. That was their whole modus operandi. And that's been changed. And we are no longer a... A, a Judeo-Christian nation. We are a very secular nation. And that's why we're we're receiving no blessings. And we've been losing and getting stolen elections and, and getting our rights just stripped away from us before our very eyes. So if you would turn to Isaiah, I'm gonna be in the prophets today because God sent and sends prophets, people who will speak his truth. And most of the time we don't wanna hear the truth of God, because it's hard. We, we like our ways. We want to manipulate God. We want to do what we want to do. And that's how we lose every single time. So turn with me to Isaiah chapter one, and let's spend a few minutes there. Listen, O heavens, pay attention, earth. This is what the Lord says. The children I raised and cared for have rebelled against me. Even an ox knows its owner and a donkey recognizes its master's care, but Israel does not know its master. My people don't recognize my care for them. Oh, what a sinful nation they are, loaded down with a burden of guilt. They are evil people, corrupt children who have rejected the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel and turned their backs on him. Why do you continue to invite punishment? Must you rebel forever? Your head is injured, your heart is sick, you're battered from head to foot, covered with bruises, welts, infected wounds, without any soothing ointments or bandages. Your country lies in ruins, your towns are burned, foreigners plunder your fields before your eyes and destroy everything they see. Beautiful Jerusalem stands abandoned like a watchman's shelter in a vineyard, like a lean-to in a cucumber field after the harvest, like a helpless city under siege. If the Lord of heaven's armies had not spared a few of us, we would have been wiped out like Sodom, destroyed like Gomorrah. What makes you think I want all your sacrifices, says the Lord. I'm sick of your burnt offerings of rams, the fat of fat and cattle. I get no pleasure from the blood or bull of bulls and lambs and goats when you come to worship me. Who asked you to parade through my courts with all your ceremony? Stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. The incense of your offerings disgusts me. As for your celebrations of new moon and the Sabbath and your special days for fasting, They're all sinful and false. I want no more of your pious meetings. I hate your new moon celebrations and your annual festivals. They're a burden to me. I cannot stand them. When you lift up your hands in prayer, I will not look. Though you offer many prayers, I will not listen. For your hands are covered with the blood of innocent victims. Wash yourselves and be clean get your sins out of my sight give up your evil ways learn to do good seek justice help the oppressed defend the cause of orphans and fight for the rights of widows come now let's settle this says the Lord Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them white as wool. If you will only obey me, you will have plenty to eat. But if you turn away and refuse to listen, you will be devoured by the sword of your enemies. I, the Lord, have spoken. It's time for God's people to turn back to the ways of the Lord. It's time to give up our evil ways that we think are so awesome. They're rooted in paganism and evil. Okay? We need to turn back to the ways of the Lord. We need to be in our Bibles every single day. We need to be on our knees every single day. We need to be in worship and prayer, and study. We need to be ready to go out and share the word of Jesus, the gospel, with those who don't know him. That's how we win. Turn to Jeremiah chapter five. Lord, you are searching for honesty. You struck your people, but they paid no attention. You crushed them. But they refuse to be corrected. They are determined with faces set like stone. They have refused to repent. But then I said, what can we expect from the poor? They're ignorant. They don't know the ways of the Lord. They don't understand God's laws. So I will go and speak to the leaders. Surely they will know the ways of the Lord and they understand God's laws. But the leaders too as one man had thrown off God's yoke. We elect leaders who are godless and we expect God's blessing. We elect leaders who are atheists, agnostics, Hindus, Buddhists, Muslim, and yet we expect God's blessing on our Judeo-Christian nation. It's not gonna happen, guys. It's not gonna happen. We need to get serious about God, and we need to pray. And I'd like us to turn one more time to Daniel, because Daniel has a lot to teach us about prayer. Daniel prays for the people in chapter nine, and I'm gonna read Daniel's prayer as our own prayer. if you'll turn with me to Daniel chapter nine. And Daniel says, I prayed to the Lord, my God, and I confessed. Oh Lord, you are a great and awesome God. You always fulfill your covenant and keep your promises of unfailing love to those who love you and obey your commands. But we have sinned and done wrong. We have rebelled against you and scorned your commands and regulations. We have refused to listen to your servants, the prophets, who spoke on your authority to our kings and our princes and our ancestors and to all the people of the land. Lord, you are in the right. But as you see, our faces are covered with shame. This is true of all of us, including the people of Judah and Jerusalem and all Israel, scattered near and far wherever you have driven us because of our disloyalty to you. O Lord, we and our kings, princes, and ancestors are covered with shame because we have sinned against you. But the Lord our God is merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against him. We have not obeyed the Lord, our God, for we have not followed the instructions he gave us through his servants, the prophets. All Israel has disobeyed your instruction and turned away, refusing to listen to your voice. So now the solemn curses and judgment Written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, have been poured down on us because of our sin. You have kept your word and done to us and our rulers exactly as you warned. Never has there been such a disaster as happened in Jerusalem. Every curse written against us in the law of Moses has come true. Yet we have refused to seek mercy from the Lord our God by turning from our sins and recognizing his truth. Therefore the Lord has brought upon us the disaster he prepared. The Lord our God was right to do all of these things for we did not obey him. O oh, Lord our God, you brought lasting honor to your name by rescuing your people from Egypt in a great display of power, but we have sinned and are full of wickedness in view of all of your faithful mercies, Lord. Please turn from your furious anger away from your city, Jerusalem, your holy mountain. All the neighboring nations mock Jerusalem and your people because of our sins and the sins of our ancestors. Oh, our God, hear your servant's prayer. Listen as I plead. For your own sake, Lord, smile again on your desolate sanctuary. Oh, my God, lean down and listen to me. Open your eyes and see our despair. See how your city, the city that bears your name, lies in ruins. We make this plea Not because we deserve help, but because of your mercy. Oh, Lord, hear. Oh, Lord, forgive. Oh, Lord, listen and act for your own sake. Do not delay, oh, my God, for your people and your city bear your name. We need to repent. We are all sinners. We think we've got it great. We expect God's blessings. But we're like those 10 lepers that Jesus healed. Nine out of the 10 knew God. And they were stricken with leprosy. And the savior of the world healed them. And they didn't even thank him. They expected it, and they walked away. But the one Samaritan who didn't even know God, he turned back, and he said, Jesus, you saved me. I worship you, my God. We need to get back to that place. We want to win elections. We want our freedom. Our freedom comes from God. Be a slave to Jesus, or you'll be a slave to the ways of this world. And it won't matter how many times you vote, how many elections we go through. The prince of the power of the air controls this world. The prince of the power of the air controls all of our government systems. But the good news, God controls the prince of the power of the air. God is in total control. So if we, who call ourselves Christians, who call ourselves by God's name, will turn from our wicked ways. First you have to admit them, guys. There's a lot of us who walk around thinking we're all good. We're our own gods, we're not. If we will turn from our wicked ways and repent and repent means change. It means change. Then God will hear from heaven and he will heal our land. We need to elect godly leaders, not just people who can win. I hear that all the time. We gotta get somebody who can win. Well, demons can win. Every single time a demon can win because the prince of the power of the air is in control here. And God will allow it if his people are not praying the way Daniel prayed. We all need to pray like Daniel right now. That's first and foremost. My suggestion to win the midterms is do Jesus boot camp. Okay, Jesus boot camp. And you lay it at the feet of Jesus and God will bless us and God will hear us and God will heal our land because he keeps his covenant promises when we don't. So I love you guys. Get out there on election day. Do not vote early. Even if you vote in person, you're still giving the enemy a heads up as to how many votes they need to take us out. So we need to have a little strategery, okay? I know it's not a word, but one of our horrible, godless presidents gave it to us. But we need to have that strategery, okay? You can't show the enemy your hand by going out and voting early. Oh, but I voted in person this time. It doesn't make a difference. You have to vote on election day, in person, on paper. And if we still have machines, use a blue pen. Take one in. Pray that we don't have machines by November 8th. God can make that happen. If his people turn from their wicked ways, look for symbolism in everything, see the evil, ask, seek, pray, Proverbs 2. Ask for the Lord for discernment. Ask, and he will give it to you. Ask for discernment. Ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, so you won't get trapped up by the enemy, so you won't get deceived by a lying candidate who's making promises that he has no intention of keeping. We're pro-life. We don't vote for anybody who even wants to entertain. And I'm sorry to say, but that's somebody in leadership right now who we all seem to really love, no exceptions. We're pro-life. When God says no, he means no. And if we decide we're gonna make exceptions to the rule, to God's rule, then we should expect to lose every single time. Pro-life, only, always, no exceptions. Go to azsavesamerica.us, and put the pressure on your legislature to get rid of the machines. Do it every single day. It takes two minutes, less than. It literally takes me 30 seconds now because I've got it down. I do it every morning. We can win this, but only with God. If we don't have God on our side, we're just we're just fish swimming in a in a big sea that's just gonna get eaten by the by a bigger fish. But with God. Everything is possible. Okay? Make Jesus your savior. Pray. Get your face in the Bible. Study. Learn. Memorize. Share the love of Jesus. When you're out there at rallies, when you're out there at the voting centers, talk about Jesus and your relationship with God. Get people to pray. Pray like Daniel. We love you. Don't forget, tune in every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Arizona time. I don't even know what that is. Sometimes we're Pacific, sometimes we're mountain. It's 10 a.m. Arizona time. Jesusrockslive.com is where you can find all the episodes of my show. I hope that you tune in with me weekly um, because we're tying all the current events in with the Bible and strengthening up our faith as true followers of Jesus and not quoted Christians that everybody says oh, I'm a Christian, and they don't even know who Jesus is. That's not us. And so join us on Wednesday mornings to strengthen up and tighten up and worship our great, great God, God Most High, Jesus is Savior, Jesus is King, make Him the King of your soul, and this is how we win. I love you guys. God bless you. Make sure you vote November 8th in person, on paper. God bless America.
0: We will not comply. With the institution's sick illusion No, it won't be televised Welcome to the to Everything Home's special segment, Stories Needing Sharing, with Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace,